Welcome to the Word of Life Tabernacle Podcast, where we know one word from God can change your life today. From wherever you are listening, we hope you are encouraged by this week's message. Welcome members, praise God. You uh, that's at home and you that's streaming somewhere else in the United States around the world, we welcome you to our Sunday morning service. We're excited about the Word of God. We're excited about the series that I've started, Living Life Without Fear. The Lord spoke to me and said that now, uh, even until next year, the number one weapon that Satan is using against the church is stoking fear. Satan himself doesn't have fear. He is the spirit of fear. One thing about fear, people that use fear, you can't use fear without submitting yourself to fear. In other words, the person who wants you to fear is the one really afraid. That's the enemy. Why would he be trying to bring the word is not going to work? You're not going to make it this time. What did you catch COVID-19? What if your kids go back? Well, you can't use fear without submitting to it. Satan, the Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear. I love the Amplified, but the power of love, the spirit of the Amplified says the spirit of timidity or cowardliness. In other words, fear is synonymous with being a coward. And Satan is a real coward. He know he can't stop the word of God. He know he can't stop your victory. So what he wants to do is try to scare you and get you to act on his fear. But he's the real coward. The Bible says resist the devil. And what'll happen? He'll flee. A flower, a, a, a coward flees. So he tried to come off as a roaring lion. You're not going to make it. But he's the coward. And if you don't give in to that spirit of fear, thank God, God will always keep his word. God will always cause us his word to come to pass. All Satan has is fear-filled lies, which he used to challenge God's faith-filled promises. Faith cometh by hearing the word of God. My God shall supply your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God said that. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises you in just judgment, thou shalt condemn. Whatsoever you ask the Father in Jesus' name, talking about prayer, he'll give it you. Notice faith comes by hearing God's word. Fear comes exactly the same way. Fear comes by listening to the lies of the devil. You're not going to never be able to pay all your bills. Oh, you're going to get sick with that COVID-19. Oh, you're going to get laid off and they're going to come and your house is going to go into foreclosure. So you got to protect your heart. The same fear and faith both come the same way by hearing. So that's why it's important that you guard your ears. I'm not going to let anyone just show anything. I'm not going to be watching information, fear campaigns, stuff coming to my house. Like I said, if y'all don't want me to preach about it, tell whoever's sending it to quit sending it to my house about what's all coming and the radical left and this is going to happen and oh the, you know the, the police has been defunded and oh worry get get in fear go buy a gun because all of this is going to happen but I'll save you no I already got to save you. his name is Jesus amen don't send it to my house then you say well I don't want you to well, don't, don't send it to my house I'm not going to never submit to fear when you open up the door to fear in any area of your life, then fear just don't want to control one area. It wants to control every area. 
I used this, I'm gonna keep using it years ago. I remember when uh, I first started in the ministry, I was learning about the ministry and I was going to IRS church tax seminars to make sure that I'm in compliance and doing everything right. And it was this particular sem- seminar coming to a hotel in Greensboro and they sent me a magazine and on the front of the magazine it had a pastor and he had handcuffs on. And the police was behind him and they was, he had his head down and up above it, it says, I thought I was in compliance. And then they said, now we are going to be having a seminar coming that week. Go ahead, pre-register. Early bird is $2.99. If you at the door, it's going to be $3.50. Trying to scare me into their seminar. And there's a lot of fear advertisement going right now. And here's the thing. You can do what you want to, but never make a decision or make an action based off of fear. Because if you do, if I would have gave in to that, well, well, I'll keep my faith. No, the devil didn't try to fear me about driving a car, fear of finance. Fear is a spirit. It just wants a door in your life. And so God told me to begin to preach this message. I'm going to take on B on it. We're going to have a congregation that will walk free of fear. Anyone that listens to the word of God, living life without fear. Amen. So you didn't have your Bible and you're joining in. Let's start with Luke's gospel, chapter 1. That's what we're talking about, living life without fear. And I'm going to use as a subtopic this morning, the Lord will provide. That's the number one fear. Oh, you know, your job, you lay it off. What you going to do? How you going to make it? You know, those bills coming. Oh, my God, you know. And there are people right now that have, you know, a lot of people have been evicted. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people were on furlough. A lot of people, and, and there's a fear about whether God can provide for his people. And I want you to know the Lord will provide. Amen. He's always provided for his people and always will continue to provide for his people. He calls us his own. And the Bible says, if a man does not provide for his own, he's worse than an infidel and has denied the faith. Well, I don't belong to myself. I've been bought with a price. You've been bought with a price. We belong to Jesus. And God provides for his children. He's not a deadbeat dead. Hallelujah. So I don't care what natural father you had if he was a poor father. We have a heavenly father who provides for us on. He said, don't even take no worry thought what you're going to eat, put on what you're going to wear, put on, eat, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow no reap. They don't have a job. Neither do they get a paycheck on Friday. But I feed every one of them. Are you much, not much more valuable than them? In other words, he, he said, at least have bird faith. You ain't never seen a word with bird. Birds are singing. I love birds. I feed them. I got them all around my house. I got bird feeders. And boy, they are happy. Different type of birds come. I love when the mockingbird come because he gives you a plethora of songs. He just go off, man. The robin's got his own song. You know, the little wren has his song. You know, and all of them. God gives them beautiful songs. And I've never seen a worried bird come and shaking his head. I've never seen him out there. Oh, Lord, hell, man. What you going to do? I ain't seen a worm all morning. If I don't, me and my bit is going to die. No, they have confidence in God. And if God eyes on the sparrow, I know he watches over me. Are you listening to me? Oh, yeah, little faith. So we're talking about living life without fear. Now, look at this in Luke's gospel, chapter 1. 
Let's read verse 70 through 74. And he spake, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophet, which has been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, watch this, and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and remember the holy covenant, the oath which he swore unto our father who? Abraham. Now, when we talk about our father Abraham, I want you also to remember that we're the seed of Abraham. He's talking to you and I. We'll look at this, Galatians 3.29. Don't put it up. If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to everything he promised. Abraham is not here, but his seed is still here. Okay? So he's talking to you and I just as much as he's talking to Abraham. He said, the oath which ye swear unto our father Abraham, and here's the oath, verse 74, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies and might serve him, serve God, what? Without fear. Serving God without fear. Fear of what? Fear of provision, fear of COVID-19, fear of what if I run out of money, Fear of what, of what if my plan, plan go down, fear of death, fear of sickness, any type of fear. God says, I want you to serve me without fear because we've been delivered from the hand of our enemies. And you need to understand that that's the same talking about people who just don't like you. Yeah, of course it's talking about that. You know, we just, well, I got enemies on the job. I got, yeah, you're talking about flesh and blood, folks. But let me tell you, sickness and disease is an enemy. Lack is an enemy. And the 23rd Psalm says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. When the world don't have no gas, and when the world don't have food and clothes, and that's going to, whatever the God says, my table is full. That's why you ain't got to fear. When the world don't have job, world don't have provision. World run out of this and that. My table is full. So I want you to expand your thinking when it's just talking about that we might serve God and be delivered from the hand of all of our enemies. In other words, I want to put it to you plain and put it to you simple. Anything or anybody that we perceive as our enemy becomes a source of fear. Anything or anybody we perceive as our enemy becomes a, for, a source of fear. And so, oh, what if you lose your job? Oh, you got that 30-year mortgage. What if, oh, my God, they, <laughs> you know, anything. COVID-19, it doesn't matter what it is. Now, I want you to look at this in Amplified. Amplified Bible. So God wants us to live a life. Serve him what? Without fear. How many of you serving the Lord? Well, God said, I want you fearing nothing, particular provision, because you got a covenant with Abraham. I, I like this. This is he, pro this is as he promised by the mouth of his holy prophets and from the most ancient times in memory of man that we should have, that we should have deliverance and be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who detest and pursue us with hatred to make true 
and show mercy and compassion and kindness promised to our forefathers and to remember and carry. Now, I want to show some this covenant. The carry out his holy covenant to bless, which is all the more sacred. Watch this. Because it was made by who? Now, now before you go to the next scripture, the Bible says when God made promise to Abraham, Hebrews chapter 6, and his seed, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. An oath and a confirmation to end all strife, to anchor our soul. God said, this covenant is holy to me because I, I'm not just going to, I can send it through the mouth of a prophet, but I'm going to swear by myself that I'll keep my word. Now, keep, watch, watch this, the next verse. That covenant he sealed by an oath to our forefathers, Abraham, and that's me and you, we're the seed. To grant us that we being delivered out of the hand of our foes might serve him how? Fearlessly. Might serve him fearlessly. Might. So God wants you and I to live a life. And if, how many are serving God? Well, the Bible says that we are to serve him fearlessly. We are to serve him fearlessly. We are to serve him how? Fearlessly. Praise God. So God wants us to live a life. That's where I got my message, living life without fear. I'm serving God. And so I'm going to serve him without fear of provision, without fear of car wrecks, without fear of COVID-19, without fear of my son or my daughter. You know, my, well, my daughter, I don't have any daughters, but, you know. <laughs> my son, I have spiritual daughters. Going back to school, you know, he goes to UNCG, Greensboro, and he's got a, you know, some class of virtual, some classes there in the flat. Oh, I hope it, I mean, I'm going, we're serving God. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And he wants you and I to serve him. How? Without fear. Now, he said he, because this, this covenant of provision that he made to Abraham was so powerful he swore to Abraham and said, he's talking about Genesis chapter, chapter 15 when Abraham said, how can I know? I mean, I know you say I'm going to possess the land. Now, what did he tell Abraham in Genesis 12? I will bless thee and thy seed after thee and y'all will be a what? Blessing. I'm going to bless you with abundance. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to give you more than enough. I'm going to provide for you. The Bible says he, he swore by an oath. And then he said that you wouldn't have to fear your enemies being delivered from the hand of the enemy. Now, I'm going to show you a part why Abraham had so much confidence in Genesis 14. And you can have confidence because he's talking to not just Abraham, but Abraham's seed. And the Bible says that that Lot was taken into captivity. You remember that story? Lot went down to Sodom and Gomorrah and there he went into bondage. And the Bible says that he was taken, and there was 10 kings. And yet, the Bible says Abraham took his 318, he armed his 318 trained servants in his own house and went down and delivered them. See, some of you don't realize, 318 servants against 10 kings, 10 armies. And defeated them all and brought back all the goods and delivered a lot. Now, how can he do? Because he had a covenant. And the key was that he armed his 
trained servants born in his own house. That's so very important. In other words, he had trained them. You don't give an AK-47 rifle to a four-year-old. He ain't been trained. You don't give power to someone who ain't been trained. Trained where? In his own house. In other words, the Bible says he divided himself, not his people. Abraham, God says, I know Abraham. He will teach his children's children. And you need to remember where you were trained, what house you was trained in. I ain't talking about where you're going. I ain't talking about who you listen. I'm talking about where you learn faith, where you learned about tithing. Because those are the ones God's going to arm. He took his own. See, I can't trust other folks. I don't know what they've been trained. I don't know what they've been taught. But those that's been trained in this house how to stand on the word of God, how to rebuke the devil, how to pay your tithing, stand for offer. Those are the ones you arm. Hallelujah. Praise God. No man can build on another man's foundation. Paul said, I laid the foundation. Someone else might come and water. Someone else might come and dip, but, but, but no man can be. See, it's very important that you've been trained in your own house. What was he training them? Faith. Abraham was called the father of faith. And Abraham didn't like nothing, and then he taught his children children. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, all of them was rich. They had a covenant. They was blessed and they had no fear of provision. And God knew this pandemic was coming before it ever hit the United States. Before it ever started and wherever it started. I don't know, China, Italy. It doesn't matter where it started. I'm trying to tell you God says I'm going to provide and you don't have to fear because I, this, this covenant is so Holy to me, I swear by myself. I swear by myself, Abraham, I'm going to bless you and your seed. You won't want for anything. And if you do go into bondage to your enemies, thank God you've been trained by the word of God. There's no man can put you in bondage. No man can put your seed. No one. And if, if listen, if, if, the, if, the, if the brook drop, your job that you had, when, when the brook dried up, and Elijah, he said, go down to the brook, and to the brook chariot. There I commanded the ravens to feed thee. Even when the brook dried up, God already had a widow. I don't know what the next said, but I'm going to tell you the Lord will provide. I come, I'm preaching directly to somebody this morning that need a miracle. And I want you to know, God is not going to break his covenant to you. He said, this thing is so holy. I swear by myself, Abraham, I'll bring provision to you. Now, if you look into the world, if you look into the government, if you look into all this fear campaign and someone to put you over, y'all don't vote for me, the world going in, all this stuff, then, then, then you, 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 your source is somewhere else. I'm talking about folks that's looking to heaven. I'm talking about folks that's looking to the throne, not to the White House, not to, well, you know, there's going to be a lot of sad people November the 3rd, but it don't matter which way it go because my source is almighty God, else should die. And I'm going to live life without fear. And I want members to live life without fear. You don't have to fear COVID-19. You don't have to fear wrecks. You don't have to fear uh, uh, sickness and disease. You don't have to fear the robber and the mugger. 
Psalms 91, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty there where no foe can withstand his power. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my, I don't know who you trust in. I'm the, he's my God and him will I trust. I'll not be afraid of the error that fly by day or the destruction that wastes at the noonday hour. A thousand shall fall by thy side. Ten thousand at thy right hand. There's number going up every day. We almost are 200,000 folks, but it will not come nigh where I dwell. For he hath given his angels charge over me. I'm going to live life without fear. I didn't say fear wasn't going to come. I didn't say you wouldn't have the opportunity. I'm going to say when that spirit come, I'm going to rebuke it because I have a covenant with Almighty God. Put up my first statement here. God made a covenant of provision with us to stop fear in our lives. God says, I'm not just swearing to Abraham. You're going to live life fearlessly. Live in life without fear. Fear is going to come. It's going to try to get in. But don't you let it. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Fear is not natural to a born again believer. When you were born again, God put a new spirit of faith in you. Power and love and a sound mind. Sound mind means a mind that holds to the word of God regardless of what it feels, sees, or hears. And those that are the areas that fear come in, what you're seeing. Look out there, man. Read the paper. Ooh, you hear about this? You hear, yeah, but faith come by hearing what God says. So God made a covenant of provision for us. He said a, a hope to Abraham and his seed. Why to stop fearing our lives? Galatians 3, 29, and then Genesis 17. And if he be Christ, how many belong to Christ? Then are you who? Abraham, see, it was as if you were there on that day. God was making that covenant. God provided for Abraham. Isaac, Jacob, Abram was very rich, even in, and we're going to see it, even in a famine, he prospered, in a pandemic. It didn't affect the covenant of God. And if ye be Christ, then are you Abraham, see, and as according to everything he promised. Now, before you show Genesis 17, 7, can we throw in that kid in scripture Psalms 37, 25. I have been young, David said. Now I'm old, man. Man, I've been serving God for a long time. Been running for Jesus a long time. I ain't tired yet. And I've not seen the righteous forsaken ones nor his seed begging bread. A pandemic came. The government cut off this. They got rid of Obamacare. They got rid of this type of care. They cut off food sales. But I don't have to beg bread because I got a covenant of provision from Almighty God. God would never forsake me. God would never leave me alone. Why? He has a covenant of provision. 
David said he's with me when I face the giant. He's with me when I face my enemies. That's why he said, deliver from the hand of my enemy. Why do you think David had so much confidence when he came up against Goliath? You uncircumcised Philistine, you ain't got no covenant with Almighty God. How dare you come against me? You can't put fear in my heart. I'm not looking at your size. I'm looking at the prize. Big boy, you coming down today, praise God. I'm going to take this rock, hallelujah, and I'm going to sling it, and you're going to hit the ground, and this day I'm going to feed your carcass to the fowls of the air, praise God. Hallelujah, why I got a covenant with Almighty God. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for God is with me. I'm going to help some of y'all right now. You know why a lot of people fear? I didn't put this down in my notes, but you need to write this down because this is a revelation. The root to all fear is selfishness. The root to all fear, no matter what type of fear it is, is selfishness. You say, you don't have to explain that. You write it down and I will. In other words, you're not afraid that I'm going to have a car wreck. You're afraid that you are. You ain't afraid for Pastor this. You're not afraid that you're going to lose. Pastor this going to lose his house. It's what if I lose my house? You're not afraid that, that, that well, what if, uh, uh, <laughs> What if God don't provide for Pastor Dave? No, it's what if God don't provide for me. But see, notice you, 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 it's always about you. Your house payment, your car payment, your body. What if I don't get my healing? You ain't worried about what I get my, it's you. And until you get you off your mind, Satan is going to torment you. You got to understand God will take care of you and your bill and your house. And your car payment and your protection. And if you say, Lord, I roll the care of my life over on you, then I don't have no care. Satan can't get me to fear because I done already committed my car, my house, my life, my protect, everything to God. But when I begin to think about me and my car payment and my house and my children and my family, what if my? See? And if you learn that little secret, you can shut the door to fear. Perfected love cast out fear. Ain't my bill, it's his bill. I paid my tithe, glory to God. I hold up my tithe record to God and say, now you open the windows of heaven. I ain't fearing that. I don't care if it is a pandemic. You provide, praise God. You rebuke the devourer for my sake. See, it ain't about me, it's about him. But longer you got you on your mind, fear gonna creep in there. <laughs> Why do you think I've been a successful pastor for 45 years now? Because I had to get the bill and the cameras and how we're going to millions of dollars for television equipment, millions of dollars for buildings. And every time it comes, the devil say, How are you going to get? I said, No, 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 baby. No, no, devil. It ain't how God already got it. Well, what if you don't get your healing? See, me, me, you get your healing. No, no, no. What you mean? I don't get it. I already got it. So you can't get me in the picture. 
Because God's going to take care of me. And God's going to take care of you. And God's going to take care. If he take care of the bird. See, when you get you off your mind, you shut the door for fear. But if you follow fear and you're honest with yourself, it's because you're connecting something back to you. Not somebody else. Man, that, that, that's, that's a good appetizer. That's like, that's like when you go to, go to Outback somewhere and the main meal ain't come. That was a blooming onion right there. My God, y'all let me be chewing on that. We ain't even got to the main course. There's some lobster and steak on the way. Stay with me. Now put up Genesis 17.7. See, God's going to keep his covenant of provision. God says, he told Abraham, I will establish my covenant. Now, how I many you know what Psalms 89, excuse me, Psalm, yeah, Psalms 89 verse 34 says, my covenant I will not break, nor alter the thing. God's covenant is word that's gone out of my lips. And he said, I'm going to bless Abraham and your seed. And he said, I will establish my covenant between me, not just, not just, not just uh, you, Abraham, but thy seed after thee. Say, that's me. Because we just read, if you be Christ, how many of you belong to Christ? Then are you Abraham's seed. And guess what? This is our generation. This is our time. Abraham ain't here, but the seed is still here. And this covenant is still alive. And God will establish between thee and thy seed. For an everlasting cup to be a God. You know what God means? Everything to you. And thy seed after thee when? In their generation. You don't have to beg bread. And I'm releasing my faith right now. Someone at home, right? You've been struggling. You've been out of work. Stuff is piling up. Some of you have been furlong. Some of you haven't gone back to full time. So, but in the name of Jesus, I release the covenant of God into your home, the provision of Almighty God. I call for abundance. I call for favor to come to you. I thank you, God, for moving in behalf of the seed of Abraham this morning. All over the world, in the name of Jesus, thank you for provision. Thank you for finances. Thank you for opening doors that no man can shut in the name of Jesus. That job, that favor, provision, food is coming. I mean, finances is coming. A way out of nowhere for your children to go back to school and graduate. In the name of Jesus, we call upon El Elyon, the Most High God, and we release the angels of God into your home and into your finances, and we believe we receive miracles of provision in Jesus' name. And all that receive that said, amen. amen. Shout at home, praise God. God ain't gonna let you down. God said, this pandemic don't scare me. Before the pandemic was, I am that I am. I am whatever you need me to be, Moses. What do you need? You need provision? I cause manna to fall from the sky. You need water? Smoke the rock. What do you need, Moses? You need a way out of nowhere. What's that in your hand? Stretch forth the rod and I'll make a way. I will always provide. All I say is fear not. Look at Genesis 22. I done preached myself happy. We're not going to have a scared church. I'm scared. Well, then you need to become a scarecrow. 
Get another job. Now, we're not scared. Why? God made a covenant. See, a covenant was designed to anchor our soul. Fear will try to get in. Fear affects the mind. And the soul needs an anchor. When you're looking and the money ain't there and, and, and you know, your bank balance say this and, and bills are come, you need an anchor for the soul when the doctor walk in and say cancer and, and leukemia and lupus and, and yet you know by stripes you'll heal. You need something to shut the mind down and say, I'm not moved by that. My soul is anchored. See, without an anchor, fear would cause you to float and drift into unbelief. Little by little, in your subconscious mind, you can't rest because now it has disturbed your rest. Job said in, in, in Job 3, 25 and 26, the thing I feared the most has come upon me. And watch this, neither had I rest. It started affecting your rest. And yet trouble came. How you drive out fear? With faith, with the word of God. Get in the word of God. Get in the word of God. Faith coming by here. Feed on it, feed on it, turn off the tube, quit listening to bad news, quit listening to all the fear advertising about all what's going to happen to you and what's going to happen, what's coming up. No, 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 I, and, you know, and that's amazing about what's happening. I'm looking at what's already happening and it ain't fear. So why am I going to worry about the future? I don't fear the past, present, or future. It's already happening. And ain't no man going to save me. I don't know who you trust. Ain't no man going to save me. I don't know who said, y'all, Jesus of Nazareth shed his red blood on that cross and saved Ronald did, and my faith is in that blood covenant. And I'm not misapplying my faith to no party, no man, nobody. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. When all other ground is sinking sand, everything is going to crumble except the covenant of Almighty God. Heaven and earth will pass away. Pandemics will come, but not one jot or tittle of my word will pass away. Now you do what you want to do. But I'm going to live life without fear. Genesis 22. If you're with me, say amen. I'm talking to someone at home that's got a, a pressing need. I'll receive it done. Start opening your mouth and sing your knees and met according to his riches and glory by son Christ Jesus. I said the Lord will provide protection, healing, deliverance, provision, finances, school tuition, clothing, food. Take no worry thought, Jesus said, for your life. These things the world is seeking after. People without God, your heavenly father, know you have need of these things. So you just keep coming to church, reading your Bible, confessing the word of God. Seek ye first the kingdom and all them things going to be added. Because those things already been given in the kingdom. 
Second Peter says everything that pertained to life and godliness had been given unto you through these exceeding great and precious promises. There's a promise that covers everything you need. But you, you too busy watching TV and all of this bad news and fear campaign and advertise instead of getting in the, in, in the word. You have to spend some time in the word. I limit myself. I watch TV. I'm watching the Lakers last night. I watched it. And then I, I hit some of the news and, and I hear it. Same old, same old. I don't feed on that. I already know it's a lie. So why am I going to listen to the lie? It's a lie. I mean, if the devil was holding a convention in his red suit, pitched for everything, he ain't even trying to hide. I am the devil. And you take time off, you know, there's a convention downtown Hopper. Where are he gonna be at the Sheraton? And you go, you already know what you're gonna get. He's a lie. He's a liar. He's a pathological, he done lied so much, he, when he lied, he think he's telling the truth. So why am I going to spend time listening to a lie when I can spend time listening to someone who tell me the truth? And you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. It'll get rid of the fear. Satan can't change, that's his nature. He's just like that old scorpion. When, when the river got flooded and there was a turtle that was swimming across the river and the turtle, the, 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 the scorpion said, Mr. Turtle, will you let me get on your back and ride across with you? He said, man, if I do that, you'll stay me and we'll both drown. He said, no, I won't. He said, all right, get on. So the scorpion got on his back. They got halfway across the river and he took that stinger right on the neck. And the turtle, the turtle turned and said, what did you do that for? He said, I don't know. That's just the way I am. That's how the devil is. That's just the way he is. He's a liar. He can't help himself. And some of y'all spend time sucking on lies. Which put fear in your heart, by the way. This is how that happened. Oh, they're coming. Get ready. Arm yourselves. There's chaos coming. Now, chaos is here. <laughs> I better read Genesis 22, verse 1. And it came to pass that after these things, God did tempt Abraham. That word tempt means he proves. God does not, let no man say he's tempted of God. God don't tempt anybody. He proves them. And the Bible says, and he said to Abram, and Abram said, behold, here I am. And he said, now take thou, now watch this carefully, thine only son, very important, Isaac, whom thou lovest. See, God, God wants you to give something that you love, not something that you don't care about. He don't want your leftovers. He don't want the chicken bone. Bring me the chicken. Don't be talking about, well, we ain't got mud, but I got some bones. No, no, God said, take something that you love. He said, God, only son. Now, this is very important because Isaac is a type of Jesus. Jesus, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. 
He said, take thy only son and offer him for a burnt offering upon the mountain which I will tell thee of. And so Abram rose up early in the morning. He saddled his ass and he took two of the young men with him and Isaac, his son, and clave into the wood, the burnt offering. And they rose up early and went into the place which God had told him. And on the third day, see, symbolic, Christ was raised from the third day. He was crucified the third day. See, there's a, there's, there's a parallel here. And on the third day, Abram did lift up his eyes and he saw the place of all theologians. And it don't matter whether you believe it or not. The same place where he offered up Isaac is called Golgotha Hill today where Christ was crucified. So Abram said to the young men, abide here with the ass. I and the lad. Now watch this. Watch this wording. We'll go yonder and worship and, and we will come to you again. Ain't going to be no funeral. He knew he had a promise for Isaac. Come on. God says through Isaac, you're going to, your seed will be at the stars of the sky and the sand of the sea. So he's doing this by faith. And notice he told the young men, y'all stay here. I and the lad going to go yonder and we're going to both, notice he called it worship. He called it worship. Giving, back, can you just back here? Giving is a form of worship. Isaac is his seed. He's giving God his best. He's not in tears because he knows he got a promise for this young boy's life. And so he's, when you pay your tithes and offerings, you worship God. Lord, I thank you for keeping me and my family alive. I thank you for the house that I live in. I thank you for the clothes on my back. I thank you for the car I drove up in the parking lot with. I thank you, praise God, for the refrigerator that's keeping my, I thank you for the air conditioner to keep me. Lord, I, what, what else can I thank? I worship you. Because see, God inhabits, you want to get God to move in your house and come in your home, start worshiping him. He inhabits the praises of his people. That word pray, inhabit means he literally sits down in that praise. You don't have to come to church. You can bring God in your house through worship. You can bring God in your kitchen through worship. You can bring God in the car through worship. But now keep your eyes open. Let me talk about hallelujah, praise the bam now. Watch as well as pray. I'm going to show you something. See, you're trying to get someone to come somewhere with you. Everybody's not designed to go where you're going. I had to learn this. Over the years, you know, Jesus had 12 disciples. But when it came down to the cross, there was an inner circle. It was only three, Peter, James, and John. And then even them, one of them, they were shaking. Peter denied him. <laughs> They were, they, were, they were falling apart. Why? Why? Because everyone is not designed to go where God is calling you. I tried to be in fellowship with church, and I'm not putting down no one. I ain't sitting past today. I'm still learning. But, but there were some ministers that only went so far. They didn't want to go where God was telling me to go. So you got to be willing to say, y'all remain here with the asses. I didn't cuss. It's in the Bible. Another way, leave your ass here. Now y'all think I'm cussing. There you go. See, pastor just cut right on, streaming all across the world, cussing. 
No, he told him, y'all stay here with the asses. Leave the asses. See, there y'all go. Move on, moving on, moving on, moving on. I'm going to move on. See, it's right there in King James. But when I said that, I passed out there cussing. Well, you cussing too, if you read it. So Abraham took the wood and the burnt offering and laid it upon the altar with his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they both went up together. This ain't the first time Abraham, Abraham was called the father of circumcision. Do y'all know that? Abraham kept a knife. Every person that was on the eighth day, he would cut and skin off somebody. So this ain't the first time that Isaac done seen this. Let me tell you where it started getting strange. Keep going. And so Isaac spoke and said, okay, dad. Uh, my father, here I am, son, my son. He said, okay, now I see the fire. There's the wood. But where is the lamb for the bird off? And he started like, okay, now. Wait a minute. Where the lamb at? I see the fire. I'm used to this. I, I, I know about the sacrifice where the wood. Now watch, watch, watch Abraham speak prophetically. And Abraham said, God will provide for himself. Everyone shout, the Lord will provide. Even in a pandemic. He meets sound needs according to his riches and glory. This pandemic does not affect heaven resources. It does not affect this covenant. Beyond, not once have I seen the seed forsaken and big and brave. God will provide and bear an offering for himself. And so they both went on together. And they came to the place that God had told him. Abram built an altar there. They laid the wood. In order, and you know, Isaac had to be walking by faith because the Bible says, I, and, and he bound out, he tied him up. Now, I don't know about you, if I wasn't in faith, I'm going to fight my daddy. You tying me up? So you know God had to be dealing with not only, he had to be talking to Isaac. Because this thing getting serious. Now, I know the Lord would provide himself a lamb, but I ain't seen him yet. Just like you ain't seen your provision yet. But what your eye have not seen and what your ear have not heard, God already got waiting. Made it's already prepared. Your house, your provision. So keep walking by faith. Keep going. And Abraham stretched forth his hand. He's serious. To slay his son. Now watch this. Keep going. And the angel of the Lord called out and said, out of heaven said, Abraham, Abraham. He said, here I am. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do anything unto him. For now I know that you reverence and respect God. Watch this, now hold this there. Sin that thou hast not withheld thine son, thine only son from me. Now stay with me right here. Abraham is God's covenant partner. And God didn't have any legal right to bring Jesus into the earth except through the earth because he had the, the door through the earth is the womb of a woman. That's why Jesus had to be born of a virgin to come into the earth and become a human being like you and I. So God enters into covenant with Abraham 
And because Abraham was willing to give his only begotten son, now Abraham's covenant partner, Almighty God says, I, now I, don't kill him. I just need to know because you, I, I, I received him sacrifice. I just, I, I needed a covenant man to do it because you gave your only begotten son. Now God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He says, that was just a type and shadow, praise God, of my son. When he said, the Lord will provide a lamb, what lamb do you think he was talking about? John seen him when he was baptizing. Behold, the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Good God, I'm telling you, God has already got provision. He wants you to keep walking by faith. I don't care who threatened you, what phone call you get, what letter came in the mail. Keep going. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, behind them a ram caught in the thicket by his horn. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for the burnt off instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for me, for me, for me. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for me. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. He shall give his angels charge over me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me, for me, for me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me. The Lord will provide. That's what it means. And did it stay in the mount as it is seen. Put this up in the Amplified, verse 10. Start verse 10. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took his knife to slay his son. And Aiden, the angel of the Lord, called out unto him. From heaven said, Abraham, Abraham, here I am. He said, do not the lad no harm or anything. To, for now I know you fear reverence God. Watch this. See, and here's the key. Seeing you have not held back nor from me or begrudgingly give. God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. I don't pay my tithe. Pass all the no, It's rough out here right now. Don't even know there's a pandemic. Bacon going up. Lord, I was in the grocery store the other day. They wanted a, a dollar for one lemon. Used to get three, three for a dollar. And the Lord, and pastor, still talking about tithe. No, no, God is still talking about tithe. So you keep your little dollar. I don't want your striped money. God don't want it either. God loves a cheerful giver. He's unwilling to abandon and do without a cheerful giver. One whose heart is in their giving. And when you give unbegrudgingly because you know God is going to provide just like that widow gave, praise God, to Elijah, the Bible says, and now God is able to make all grace and every favor in the earth come to you in abundance. I'll provide, not just because of the giver, but because of your attitude. God spoke to me and said, when you get to the place where there's nothing that you are willing to withhold from God, then God says there's nothing that I'm willing to withhold from you. Some of you didn't hear that. Nothing, whatever the need is, right down to my own son. Then Abraham looked up 
He glanced around and said, behold, there was a ram caught in the thicket by the horn. See, God already got your ram in the bush. God already got your money laid aside. Now, some of you think that that ram was already there. I beg you differ. You know, when that ram got there, when, a- when Abraham said, the angels hearkened. The Lord will provide for himself. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know he will, praise God. Because he can't break his cup. That ram, that's when it came there. And when you say your needs are met, the money is set aside somewhere. That house is set aside. The house, the car, whatever God got for you. Let me tell you something. Word of life has prospered even in a pandemic. We're in a debt-free center. We owe no man nothing but the, and I give all glory to Almighty God. The devil thought he was going to shut us down by shutting the doors to the church. And for a long time, I preached to these empty pews for three months with nobody in here, praise God. But I found out by shutting us down, we begin to stream and he opened up our pulpit to the whole world and where he tried to shut down the gospel now we got this stuff going to nations we got it going to every state in the United States praise God why you can't stop the word of God God already got your realm in the bush that stuff what God got for you can't nobody take it. he just wants you to keep walking by faith See, we want the door open before we get there. You know why that door is not open? And I hope the camera can pull this on the thing for a minute. Just pull that on. Let that go for a minute and put the camera on me. Why ain't that door open? Because I ain't there yet. Lord, what you going to do on the 30th? What's the day, the 16th? You just keep walking by faith. And when you get to where you can't go no further, like Abraham and like how Joshua and them did. The priests, they got to the Jordan River. And the Bible says when the, when the, when the base of his feet touched the water. Do you have food now? Got in the house now? Well, quit worrying about that. When you get there, the door will be open. Put that scripture back up so I can finish that last one. Put it back up. Glory be to God. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it for a burnt offering. Instead, send it instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place what? Shout it. Shout it. Shout it like you believe it. The Lord will provide. Not he might, not if it be thy will. God will provide healing, protection, money, deliverance, whatever it is. And today, on the mountain, the Lord, it will be provided. I'm here to tell you we ain't got to fear. Hallelujah. So Abraham offered up Isaac, put this up, as a seed for supernatural provision. By faith, he trusted God. Just like some of you trusting God right now. I know it's a tough time in the natural. I know there's been economic downturn. I know a lot of businesses are slow. Some of them shut down. You go to every state. I don't care where you go. Businesses are shut down. There are restaurants we thought would survive. I ain't even there though. There's businesses that we thought that no longer exist. But that has nothing to do with God's covenant. God's going to provide for you. I know there's sickness and disease and stuff that's going. And there you go everywhere. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, even though a certain person said it was going to disappear, but later on, they said it was deadly, knew it was deadly, knew that it was going to kill folks, knew that, I mean, deceive America. Yeah, I'm saying it in the name of Jesus. Why, why, y'all? Why are Christians denying fruit? 
making excuses. It was said that it's deadly. It's going to kill folks. It's going to get in children. It was said. I didn't say it. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at the one that said it. That's just what you get for trusting in man. Cursed is the man that leans upon the arm of flesh. And then later on, it's saying, disappear. It's seasonal. It'll go with them. That's what you get. I believe this pandemic is revealing who people are really trusting. And God is trying to get our faith back in God. Not in the left, right, or the middle. This ain't a political statement. It's a word of God statement. God is the one that's going to provide for you. Not no man. Not this person or that person or some stimulus package. So Abraham said, I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to sow my seed. Supernatural provision. I'm going to trust God. Hebrews eleven seventeen. By faith. Oh, so it was by faith, by the word of God. He said, I made you a father of many nations. So he knew, wait a minute, I don't know what God's going to do, but I know he can't kill this boy. So I'm going to do this by faith. When he was put to the test while he was testing his faith, while his faith was still being tested or proved is a better word. It was still in progress. He had already brought out. See, in his mind, I, I, I'm going to, he already seen him sacrifice. Why? He who had gladly received and welcomed God's promise. I got a promise for that boy. I got a covenant that through Isaac, my seed will be blessed. He was ready to sacrifice his own. What am I trying to tell you? By faith, you keep walking by faith. You keep trusting God. I don't care what's going on in your job. I don't care what you've been diagnosed with. You that is home and you that's been diagnosed with COVID said, don't worry about it. You ain't going to go out and they can't take you out. Are you listening to me? No evil said before, no plague. You're the body of Christ. Every germ and every bacteria that touch your body will die instantly in the name of Jesus. You got to stand against it by faith. Faith is called a shield. Not only do we resist COVID-19, we resist cancer, sickness, disease, lupus. It don't matter what it is, flu, what. I don't care. Christ has redeemed us from the curse. I'm redeemed. The blood of Jesus has legally purchased my healing. So I don't care whether you've been down those, whether you did, you, you're already out. Why, God, you have a covenant. Now, the only way you leave here is, is you're satisfied. You say, well, you know what? I'm satisfied. I'm 22. I'm 38. I'm 49. I see my mama sitting right there. Obviously, she ain't satisfied because God said in Psalm 91, with long life, I will satisfy you. Ain't no COVID-19. Ain't no heart attack. Ain't no cancer. Ain't no lupus. Ain't nothing going to take you out until you decide. That's part of your covenant. We talk about mandate is full score and by reason of strength. No, that, that was that was that was that was Psalm, that what was that, Psalm 91? You need to read Genesis chapter 6. The Bible says mandate shall be 120 years. God promised you 120 years. Hallelujah. I'm just a youth. I got about another 60 some years to go. And if I have to, I'll be preaching the gospel in a wheelchair, but I'm going to be preaching. 
Right now, how I'm walking by faith. Trust in God. Do I have a statement here? Let me see, because I got to move now. Do I have a statement? What's the statement? Keep being sowing seeds, tithes and offerings. And you can prosper even in a pandemic. God says when you sow your seed, I will rebuke the devourer. Sickness and disease is the devourer. Lack is the devourer. For your sake, and I will open the windows of heaven open and pour you out blessing. There's not room enough to receive. A lot of people, well, there's a pandemic. It's tough now. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to tell you that I'm trying to tell you the tie belongs to the Lord. That's all. You can do what you want to do. I'm definitely not preaching on fear. I'm preaching in faith. faith come, hey, you know, only people get mad, mad when you preach on tithing are those who don't tithe. Genesis chapter 26, verse 1 through 3. Look what God says. And this was, remember, Abraham's seed, huh? Remember? Was not Isaac Abraham's son? Watch this. And there was a famine in the land. There was a pandemic in the land. Man, shortages. Job loss, trauma, economic downturn. And watch this, other than the former family, that's the second one. Remember in, 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 in 2008, 2009, the first stimulus, the second one is here. And Isaac went to Gerard to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. Keep going. And the Lord appeared to him and said, now don't go down to Egypt, don't you go to the world. Look to me. Live in the land which I tell thee. And watch what he said. Dwell temporarily in the land and I will be with you. That's that coveted word. And will favor you with what? Blessing. Not blessing you with favors. Favor can give you every blessing. If you got favor, they, 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 they can cancel to that. They can say your rent has been suspended indefinitely forever. You stay here. God can do that. The Bible says the king's heart is in the Lord. He can turn anybody's heart whichever we will. You're trying to get a, that car. And God can say, I tell you what, I'm going to give it to you this way. I'm going to favor you with blessing for you and your descendants, your seed, and I will give you the land and which I performed under oath. There it is, right back to that covenant, which I swore to your daddy, your father of faith, because you're the seed. And if you drop down verse 12 through 14, so Isaac did what? Hell is tight because there was a pandemic. Got scared. No, he said, you know what? Bless God. Heaven is still heaven. There's still resources. I got a covenant with all mine. He sold this and received in the same year 100 times as much as he planted. Why? The Lord favored him with blessing. I decree and in the name of Jesus by the end of this year a hundredfold return shall be on everything you have sown even if there's a pandemic in the name of Jesus. The word of God is incorruptible seed. Every seed that you sown God has a record of it and I command right now provision to come as you've given by faith 
even in a pandemic. I thank you that you are prospering in a pandemic. God is opening doors that no man can shut. God is causing supernatural favor on your finances, on your job. The works of your hands are blessed. I'm thinking there's increase and promotion even in a pandemic, praise God, because everything has been shaken, but you have remained and your boss man has seen your faithfulness and I thank you that promotion is on the way in the name of Jesus. And all that believe it, shout it. You at home too. A hundredfold. Keep going. And the man became very great. You ain't seen nothing yet. Gained more and more. Until he became not a little wealthy. Very wealthy and distinguished. Use that wealth for the kingdom. When you bless, you can be a blessing. And he, his own, he owned flocks, herds, and while this, and a great supply servant, and the Philistines envied him. That's why folks on your job envy. Don't get mad when they start envying you. It's part of the cover. How they make it? How that church still preaching the gospel? How they pay all them buildings? How they pay their car? How they, why they members smiling? What they doing over there? Why they still driving good and looking good? I thought this stuff mean we lost everything. We ain't got no job. Folks will start envying you when they see that blessing on your life. Hallelujah. On your job. And that ain't a bad thing. What they said, I won't be like you. Well, say, well, come on to church with me. <laughs> I can show you where I got this from. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't have to envy what I have. Saying, God, I serve, he'll do it for you. Come and go with me to my father's house. There'll be no crying there. There'll be no dying there. Come and go with me to my father's house. To my father's house. In my father's house. There's so many mansions there. If it was not so, no one wouldn't have told you so. Come and go with me to my father's house, to my father's house. Don't, 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 don't. Come and go with me to my... See, provision is here. You ain't got to envy God. I envy someone else. I'm almost done. Whew. Go to Psalm 78. Hurry up. You at home, I hope you're being blessed. Start shouting. Provision is on the way. Your ram is in the bush. Quit worrying. Queer, don't you fear. Fear not. God says, I got you covered. I got you covered. I've released resources. Start praising God. He's turning things around. That that was meant for evil. God is working it for you because you're trusting him. Even in a pandemic, the covenant of God. Look at Psalm 78. That was their problem. Look at Psalm 78 real quick, real quick. Psalm 78, look at verse 12 through 20. Psalm 78. You remember, they was in the wilderness and God showed them miracle after miracle. Talking about the children of Israel. And in Psalm 78, verse 12 says, Marvelous things he did in the sight of their fathers. Because it's in your Bible too. Come on. In the land of Egypt. What? He provided for them. Signs, wonders, miracles. This is God. He divided the sea. He caused them to pass through it. He made water to stand up the heat. See, sometimes you need to go back and remember what God has already done. In the daytime, he also led them as a cloud. He's going to die. What am I going to do? God will lead you. Many of the sons and daughters of God led by the Spirit. And all by night, when it get dark, he'll lead you by the fire, light. He clave into the rock in the wilderness, and they gave him drink out of the great depth. 
He brought streams out of the rock and caused water to run down like rivers. And yet they send them all against him, provoking him. Into, how did they provoke him? Look what they said. And tempted God in their heart, asking me for their lust. And they spake against God, said, can God provide a table in a pandemic? Don't you know it's bad out here? It's rough, Pastor Dick. That's why I'm preaching you this. Don't make the same mistake they fell in it with. Why? They doubted God's provision. Behold, he smote the rock, the water gushed out, and the streams overflowed. Can God give bread? Can he provide flesh for his people? You give me the answer. Shout, yes! Even in a pandemic. And notice what they did. Drop on down to the other verses. Verse 40. How often did they provoke him in the wilderness? They grieved him in the desert. And this is what they did. They turned back and tempted God. And they limited God. They're unbelief. God says there's so much I can do. Because you're so looking at what's coming on television. Listen to all the ads. All this stuff they're meddling you. You're letting that stuff scare you. About this is coming and that's coming. And we ain't going to be able to make it. Oh, America's going down. Oh, America's going to go to hell. No, America is already going. Now, now you, listen. We got to trust God. All this stuff happening already. You're trying to scare. That's funny. You're telling me there's a dog that's coming. He's going to bite you. And you got a dog right there biting me. Now, I'm going to look at the dog that's here. Don't try to scare me. No, no, no. You get your dog. I ain't worrying about the one that's coming. This one is here. Oh, that's not really a dog. Yes, it is. So you don't want to talk about what's happening now. There's a, nearly 200,000 people dying right now, but I'm, I'm fearing, oh, come on. All of a sudden, God bless 9-11, that looks minimum. We've taken death, those was mothers, fathers, sisters, somebody ain't going to have a daddy, a brother, a sister at the Thanksgiving table. And you want me to look forward? Let's deal with the right now. Don't get mad at me at home. I'm tired of Christians who are in denial. Take off your denomination, Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Catholic, Luke, God, and look at the fruit of what Jesus said. You'll know a tree by its fruit. Don't tell me about your position. I don't want to hear about your platform. Let's look at fruit. They remember not the hand of God. See, they forgot what God already done. How he delivered them from the enemy. The God is here. And how he wrought signs and one. Go back and remember everything God brought you for. How he brought you up off that deathbed, brought you up off that. God has done so much. If he, hey, let me tell you, go back, have a flashback, and say, Lord, I, <laughs> I thank you for what you already done. How I got over, pray, my soul looks back. Had it not been for the Lord on my side, I would have been swallowed up. I remember in 1999, you did this. In 2001, you did that. When they said, I'm going to lose my house, you made a way out of nowhere in 2006. And then in 2010, when I was on a deathbed, Lord, I remember when they said I didn't qualify for the house in 2017. But you opened the door. You qualified. So I thank you. If you've done it in the past, you'll do it again. Don't limit. God shout the Lord will provide you at home shout the Lord will provide 
Put up my statement. I'm almost done. So they doubted God's ability to provide, and they limited God's mighty hand. God can do anything. We got to get our faith back in God. I'm going to live without fear. I don't fear November. I don't have to threaten people and try to scare people to do this and do that. Why? I don't have any fear. Only afraid people are trying to make people afraid. I'm giving you faith. I'm telling you what the word said. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care what color you are. The thing that unifies the church should be the blood of Jesus and faith in God's word. But there are people angry, mad, there's division here, division here. Yes, yeah, coming from the top. The church is not divided. You can, we can disagree without being disagreeable, man. We got to preach the gospel. Come on, church, wake up, Zion. They doubted God's ability to provide, and they limited God's mighty hand. Joel 2, verse 25 through 27. I love this. Let's get ready to close. I will restore or replace. Some of you say, but I lost my car. God says, if I can't restore it, I'm going to replace it. You got a better car. If you lost your house, I'm about to replace it with a better. If you whatever help you lost, it's coming back double. Pray. I'm going to restore or replace it. If I can't replace it, then if I can't restore it, then my replacement will be even better. Hallelujah. I'm going to replace your job. For you, the years, everything you lost this year that the locusts have eaten. Why? Because you kept sowing seed in famine. You kept sowing seed. as stripping locusts, the crawling locusts, my great army which I've sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty, good God Almighty, and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wonderfully with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. That means disappointed. Well, what if I stand on the word and I don't get my money? What if I know? He said, Mom, when you trust me, you're not going to be put to shame or disappointed. And you shall know and understand this pandemic has made people realize that God is still God. And realize that I am in the midst of the church, Israel. And I am the Lord, your God, and there's none else like me. My people shall never be disappointed or put to shame. But what if I trust God for my healing and don't get it? You won't be disappointed. What if I stand on the word and sow my time? No, God says I have a covenant of provision. Put up this last scripture real quick. Luke 12. And just put up the King James, a amplified version. Because I want this to be on tape. We'll go back and break it down. Verse 29 through 32. And why do you seek? By meditating and reasoning and inquire what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and be anxious, troubled, a mind unsettled, excited, worried, in suspense. He says, all the pagan, all those people without a daddy, greedily seeking those things. But your father know you have need of those things. Only aim at, strive, and seek the kingdom of God, and all those things shall be supplied. Last verse. Do not be seized in alarm and struck with fear, little flock, for it's your father's good pleasure to give you everything in the kingdom. 
everything. Hallelujah. God is a God of provision. Put the King James Version back up of Luke 12. What am I trying to say? You think God didn't know there was a pandemic? As I get ready to close, we live in time, and we've said, man, who would have thought in a lifetime that we would be wearing masks, physical discipline, changed our job, changed sports, changed the church, shook everything. Who would have thunk it, if you please? The people that ain't going to sleep caught that. That ain't a word, so don't go around talking about I thunk. No. But God knew. And he's already made provision. See, we live in time, but God lives in eternity. Eternity is the past, present, and future. And so there's no emergency. And what we need to do is get our faith back in God. People will tell you and promise you the world. Yeah, I don't care who you vote for. Just don't do it in fear. What self is not of faith is sin. If you're not doing it based off of the word of God because someone showed you and scared you, you'll open the door to fear. That's your prerogative. This ain't about power. This is about faith in God. We're going to have to trust God beyond November 4th. This, you're going to have to learn something about trusting God in America. Now, whatever type of America people choose to want to live in, that's their business. But I've been around for 40 some years now. And as an independent, I've gone both ways. But I never left my faith in God. That's an individual. I don't know why people allowing division to come. And I'm talking about church folks. The body of Christ mad. You're going to go to hell if you vote this way. You, 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 you're going to be held for, for, for assistance to murder. What scripture is that? You must be desperate. God says the sins and iniquities are no more. God says he was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not holding men in trespass. And I didn't do nothing knowing. You mean someone else going to make a decision about their body? If someone shot somebody, why? I got to go to jail? I'm going to stand up before the Lord about someone else? That ain't even scriptural. But people are using that to stoke fear to try to manipulate. This going to happen and that's going to happen. As a Christian, you might not go to heaven. You're going to be you're going to be here, accessory to murder. <laughs> I don't know what scripture they're getting it from. I tell you, there ain't no scripture. And whatsoever is not a faith is sin. That's called manipulation. Yeah, I'm calling it out. Put that scripture back up there. Seek ye not what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. Be a doubtful mind. Oh, for all these things, the nations of the world.